Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Association of African Podcasters and Voice Artists. Today, it's Hangout with Abba um, on this day, June 12, 2022. We want to talk about community management and content creation as an audio creative. And trust me, we have the best ecosystem supporters, industry experts that are willing to talk about this topic today. Um, while we await one of our guests, just to be you know, we want to be sure that she will be joining us very soon. Um, I will be checking on all of our platforms to see that we are streaming live. And yes, we are streaming live right now on Telegram. Uh, we are streaming live right now on Facebook, on Twitter. I'm just going to check Instagram because that's a bit tricky. And while I'm doing that, we have an event host that will be joining us as well. Hi, Michelle, are you good to go now? Do you still have network issues? Would you like someone to step in for you? Michelle, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, we can go off camera. Maybe that would help you. I've also introduced um, a bit of an introduction. Felicia, uh, can you hear me? Felicia, can you hear me? <clears throat> no, I don't think Felicia can hear me. Felicia, if you can hear me, please log out and log in, and then we can start again. Um, hi, Tony, 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 how are you doing? I'm so glad we have you. <laughs> Hey, Vidami. Excited to be here. I'm very well, thank you. Happy Sunday. It's uh, It's been a sunny yeah. Sunday so far. Where are you right now in town? Nigeria? I'm in Lagos, Nigeria. So people will say mm -hmm. I'm on the outskirts of Lagos. That I should stop claiming Lagos states. That I'm on the border. So I'm Where in Ipaja, exactly I'm on the outskirts of Lagos. Ipaja, Ipaja long. <laughs> Anyways, Lagos is Lagos. You're in Lagos, Nigeria. Thank you so much for joining us. We've been having, you know, we've been wanting Tony to be part of our member event, but he's such a busy person, even as our country representative, which is understandable, guys, but we are so glad because he can relate to this topic and, you know, we feel like this is something that a lot of us can learn from, especially as audio creatives in the industry. Michelle, can you hear me? Clearly. Awesome, awesome. So we begin introduction round. I'm going to introduce myself, just like your backup um, event host. And then if you have any technical issues again, I'm going to you know, step in and do what I can do. Okay, so my name is Bidemi, guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm here representing APA. Michelle, can you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Michelle, and today I'm going to be your host for our event. <laughs> All right. So I'm stepping out of this gym right now, Michelle. All you right. can do thing now. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> okay. So um, welcome, everyone. Um, everyone listening to me or watching us from instagram facebook twitter you're all welcome so today we have lovely guests for you guys but first i'm going to be introducing apva 
just in case you know you've not heard about us <laughs> so um yeah at Habbar, we create support systems for budding podcasters um voice actors spoken word artists poets you know all of our audio creatives so we take it upon ourselves to discover africa's unique voices by finding africa's worth like spotlighting for the world to appreciate that's basically what we do so today we are going to be talking about community management and content creation as an audio creative here with me already <laughs> is our guest, um, Tony Doe. Yep, Tony, can you hear me? Tony, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Michelle. Good afternoon. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yes, and Michelle, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Awesome, awesome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Okay, so I'm going to be giving a brief bio on Tony Doe. He is a podcaster and a voiceover artist with a background in radio, who <laughs> is the host of the Tony Doe podcast and the UPGN RS podcast, which he also produces. He facilitates podcast classes for the Broadcast Radio Masterclass to help those interested in starting a podcast get off on the right foot. So Tony is a member of the Podcast Academy. He is a people, a pod people contractor and a country rep association of um, podcast and voiceover artists. He curates the informative newsletter, podcast related, yeah, the week in the podcast so um going right to our topic for today i'd like to welcome everyone again the topic is community management and content creation as an audio creative so um community managers you know lately you'll be seen everywhere like people requesting for community management companies. Everyone wants a community manager to undo their social media space. And community managers are like being sought after, you know, by brands of various sectors today. And this, I can say this goes as far back as um, 1995. Yep, I did my <laughs> homework. When multiplayer role was introduced. So today, there's a constant increase in online presence. Like everyone is online these days, you know. A lot of creatives are leaving deliberate digital footprints. And we'll be discussing what community management truly means and how as audio creatives, we can master this skill and leverage it to achieve desired outcomes, yeah? So Tony, are you still with me? Yes, I am, Michelle, I am. Yep. So, um, Tony, you're going to be like our teacher today. <laughs> yeah. Want to learn from you. Yes, we want to learn from you everything we can. Okay, so where do so we begin? Pour out the wisdom. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
I have a few questions though, like um, community management. What can you, what would you say is community management to you? What is community management? Well, to understand what community management is, we have to understand what the community is. And in this context, it means a digital or a virtual base, most in most cases, a virtual base uh, where creatives or people of um, similar values come together to share and um, basically come together to share information. So community management would basically mean having certain principles in place that would help ensure that these communities maximize the values that are being shared by its members. And sometimes that responsibility is given to certain people. So there are people living in the community whose core duties would be to manage the activities of that community. And in our case, it would mean um, the sort of events we have, the sort of hangouts we have, like this one we're having, uh, which you're currently managing, um, issues relating to our industry, the audio industry, uh, podcasting, spoken word, voiceover, and so on. And so community management actually is everything that goes into ensuring that the community enjoys full value for what it was created for. And we've been experiencing that in different ways. And I think social media has been one of those um, um, systems that have helped amplify and better help us structure what the communities uh, we create eventually look, sound like, or represent to the outer communities, or rather to the individuals who are peering in and wondering what exactly these communities are about. So community management in summary is ensuring that everything that's happening within the communities ensures, uh, or rather it's about maximizing the values of each members in those communities and how collectively those values help the individuals as well as the community at large. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was, that was really Beautiful, thank you. So um, to pay respect to another guest who just joined us about a minute ago, um, Fola Folayo is here with us. Fola, can you hear me? Yeah, I can, I can hear you, Tineen. I'm so sorry that I joined late. Um, I didn't mean to, it was just some circumstances and things I had to deal with that were unplanned. But I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for being here. So I'll be giving a brief bio on Fola. Um, Fola is media communication specialist. She is currently the general manager of 101.0. FM Ibadan, a single entertainment talk station based in. Oh. A class, a radio presenter training institute that facilitates training and opportunities She has curated, produced, and managed several forms and she's amazing. 
So, Fola, before you joined in, um, we talked about the brief intro about community management creation, and we already about what community needs to him. Yeah. So myself. And I just want to ask community managers here are you know being requested for lately. So I would like to know why exactly, how does community management affect a brand, you know, as an audio creative? What do you think, Fola? Um, okay, so I'm, I'm going to be speaking from uh, the perspective of you know, the radio industry where I currently work. And just like Tony had explained about how important it is to manage um, our digital communities, it's becoming more and more imperative right now uh, for us in the radio industry to understand that we're not building communities just uh, on the terrestrial level, that, that is physical or actual radio audience. Uh, we're looking at digital audiences as well, because more and more, we're getting more and more of our audience base uh, on, uh, on digital platforms. And so it is very important to properly manage our digital communities. And that's why the uh, community managers are very relevant. Uh, it's not just anybody. You know, usually I, I laugh when people say, oh, is it not just to manage, uh, manage social media, manage Facebook, manage platforms, manage Instagram or whatever. But it goes way beyond that. It's a skill that is learned. There are, there are techniques to it. There are processes. There are structures that should be set up to ensure you know, maximum value is, is gotten from these communities. And it takes a professional to do that. And that's why community managers are in demand right now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hello, did you hear me? I did. Hi, for well, I've just been speaking into space. No, no, you Hi, it, for I Hi. Okay, yeah. the is on now. Yes, yeah, we heard you correctly. We heard you loud and clear. I think Michelle is having some network issues, and I've been here in the background, you know, saying I'm going to step in just in case Nigerian network is telling us something. So thank you so much, Paula, for sharing that. That's quite insightful. <laughs> thank you so very much. Um, Tony, let's talk about what you're doing currently. You recently started a newsletter for podcast yeah. related. Why do you think? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Why do you feel you felt like there was a need to start that, right? So, how can you relate that to community management, Tony? Um, let's see. I belong to quite a number of communities, and I realize that sometimes our conversations end on one platform when the discussion could also or simultaneously exist on other platforms. I discovered that uh, some of the members who were comfortable on WhatsApp, for instance, were not as active on Twitter. Uh, some people who were active on Twitter were not as active on WhatsApp. And sometimes some of the discussions on WhatsApp, I always, you know what, if I took this to Twitter, we'll probably get more answers, uh, mm. more uh, um, different points of views that could actually help the person who needs these requests. Again, 
this is a new space, a new audio space we're doing with. It's bad enough that during my days on radio, we didn't have them. And I don't think we still, I don't even think we have them here. I'm talking mm. about newsletters. I'm talking about digital magazines. I'm even talking about magazines that more or less cover the core basis of the industry by providing information and helping those in the local radio industry have a platform to share what it is they do. So this is one of the beautiful things about the age we're in. It's a lot easier for you to quickly check peep and see that something isn't being done and you just might be able to do it. But again, you need to understand that you don't have to be the only person to do it. So sometimes mm. you might come into a situation where somebody wants to do it. Somebody who wants to do it doesn't have the time to do it, but you have that to do it. And you go mm. ahead and do it. You know, you start uh, serving that value. What I was able to do, or one of the reasons I was inspired to do it was I used to share a lot of stuff I find online, similar mm. to the same way I did on radio. If I found anything really interesting and it would serve value on my shift, I'll quickly spit it out, put it on paper, spit it out on air, maybe have a caller or two call in and you know, be like, we really needed to hear this. So it's about also understanding your audience and understanding the people you represent. And I think I've been in this audio space long enough to see that people want information. People know they can access information, but sometimes they need someone to help curate that information for them so that they don't spend as much time searching as they would actually applying the knowledge they're searching for. And that's one of the reasons Podcast Related was created. I'm I've subscribed probably every existing podcast newsletter that, that has currently uh, popped up. And one of the things I'm pretty good at is being able to glean information that I think is of value mm. to the Nigerian audience. And so I'm able to do that the podcast newsletter. Also, I realized that we don't have enough um, platforms to amplify our own stories. But mm. podcasters are very active on social media. And I find a lot of really great um, conversations between Nigerian podcasts and Twitter, which I'm also able to amplify via the newsletter. So it's also an opportunity for me to curate our local experiences for the international audience that ends up uh, coming across the newsletters. So they have information regarding what's going on in our local podcast community, which can help us in terms of monetization, in terms of partnerships, and so on. Thank you so much, Tony. That makes that that's amazing. That's beautiful. Um, Fala, are you still with us? Although there's a noise at your end. There's this I'm noise. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, Fala, I can hear you. But there's this noise that's coming from your end. Perhaps you're still at the venue. <laughs> So I'm on meeting I, I you now. Am. I actually came to like a quiet place in the venue to see. Um, this is like the most quiet place I could find. Oh my God. All right, all right. We'll work with it. So I wanted to talk to you about partnership. I feel very strongly that while, while yeah. community management is, is, is important, right, as, as audio creators, mm -hmm. What do you think about partnership? Do you think that lots of audio creatives are open to partnership at this time? Um, I, I think that I would say now, yes. But this is a new thing. 
um, from back in, well, I wouldn't like to say back in the day because it makes me sound like, you know, I'm really, really old. <laughs> but, but there was a time, let me, you know, just a few years before, uh, it was pretty, everybody walked in the bubble, you know, separate community bubbles and nobody was really partnering or, you know, cross-pollinating contents as it were. But now I would say that uh, people, audio creatives, I'm open to partnerships. I mean, I'm seeing podcasters partner with um, radio stations, with television channels, you know, even with platforms to amplify their voices and to, you know, to get more, to, to get their content out there. So I think the partnership is working and I think that we can do more. Um, I would rather say that traditional media should open up more because mm. that's where the challenge is right now. So, uh, right now, um, at least in Nigeria, traditional media is still very, um, for lack of a better phrase, let me say narrow-minded, you know, mm. uh, they, they're still very much hooked on what they know that have been working for them and they're very reluctant to, you know, to open up new channels and to try something new. But we're having mm. some, you know, you know, some people who are being proactive and using, you know, um, and allowing themselves to open up to other initiatives and that's where the partnership is working. So I think the job we have to do as audio creatives is to let everyone see, including traditional media, especially traditional media, that we can bring value and that we have value to bring. Because mm. we're all in the content business, you understand? Mm -hmm. If you look at the present core of audio creatives that we have in Nigeria right now, we have fantastic content. There's, there's innovation, there's, you know, there's a freshness in the content that we're creating that I think that traditional media will benefit largely from, if only they can just be more open-minded and be more receptive. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for saying that because collaboration is something I also feel like a lot of people are open to collaboration or they say they are open to collaboration. And then when it's time for collaboration, you know, we begin to see, um, you know, it feels like there's some creative differences and then, you know, communities are not partnering or they're not collaborating for that one big achievement. I'm all about the goal, right? Tony, what do you say about that? Hi, good Tony, evening. Um, yeah, yeah, I okay. am. I am. So it's basically everything Fola has said and I think I'll just be duplicating you know her thoughts as well it's part of the problem i'm also having with mm. traditional media many of them are used to doing things the way they've been used to doing them and it really uh, takes a dynamic innovative mind now to change the guard i'm working on something which uh, fortunately for i was um, able to be a part of i'm fortunate to be in a in a situation where a lot of my colleagues are actually calling the shots on traditional media platforms. That means a lot to me because since I made the pivot into podcasting, I was worried that one of the problems we would have with growth would be looking for symbiotic ways to exist with radio platforms. But I'm beginning to see that that is possible. And so those changes are occurring. And I'm glad that it's happening now because there are a lot of things in the stage we're in now that actually um, need a lot of evolving, or rather, we require a lot of evolving. 
And if we're beginning to work together with the traditional media platforms to work out these chinks in the ammo, things can only get better as mm. the audio industry grows in the future. Because there's, there's so many face, faces or facets to what happens in the audio industry, even in the podcasting space. It's not, it's not a case of one person being everything anymore. There are certain people in the podcasting space who uh, specialize in marketing, specialize in strategy, specialize in just voice talent, specialize in production. So these jobs or these roles have mirror existences in the traditional media. But with the way things are going forward, people from the traditional media can, you know, go back and forth having too many issues, bringing the skills or the knowledge, the basic knowledge of what they have on the traditional platforms into the new space to help grow the new space as well, which also inadvertently helps grow the original space. So there's, there's a lot of room. There's a lot of room for opportunities, situations, for things to happen. There's still plenty of room for mistakes to even occur so that we can uh, find out what it is we're doing wrong and then find ways to make it better. Thank you so much, um, Tony. Let's, let's, let's break it down a bit because I feel like we've been talking uh, like the large scale and industry level. So let's talk about the, the audio creative the typical average audience, the podcaster, for example, you know, he or she is realizing that, okay, I want, to be, I want to start a podcast. And then obviously he realizes very quickly that, okay, it's not just about, you know, releasing episodes. There's a lot to do, content creation, value the proposition, and, you know, building your own community, your loyal fans that would listen to you, you know, every time there's a new episode. What would you say or... I think the, the question here should be, how can you build a community and manage it with no prior experience on the subject? Fola, are you still with me? Let me check if you're not muted. I'm going to unmute you now, Fola. Okay. Uh, sorry, what was your last question? How can you build a community and manage it with no prior experience on the subject? Wow. How can you build a community with no prior experience. Um, I would say that, yeah, you can't build a community even without prior experience. As long as you have experience in making friends and getting to know people, um, whether online or offline, you can't build a community. I would not deceive anyone by saying that it's easy because even for professionals, you know, they have to put in the work. It's, it can be back-breaking work, but it's very, very possible. And one of the first ways you can do that is to establish first and foremost who are your people who are your tribe members you know um you can't be on you can be on every platform and you cannot build a community on every platform no matter how you know marketers say that you should do so if whatever kind of content that you're creating whatever kind of brand that you're building you need to know where your people are if you don't know where they are, that's where it's going to be very difficult because you're going to be like trying to just fish without direction. But know where your people are and then go there and connect. Sometimes it can be awkward when you're starting out because, mm. you know, it's like saying, hey, look at me, I'm here. I'm open to connect with people and all of that. But one of the first things you can do is get involved in conversations. 
conversations that matter to you, conversations that matter to the content that you're creating. One of the best things that I learned from Tony is how he shares value. Mm. Tony gets involved in conversations around podcasting, conversations around audio creating, um, radio. You just know that this guy is here to give value and also to connect. And that's one of the most attractive things about, you know, that's one of the things that can be most attractive about you, that will attract people to you. Because people are attracted to value. So if they know that, okay, they can come to you, uh, they can come to you and, you, you know, they can get something, they can learn something, they can receive something, they're likely to connect with you. And those are the first steps to building community. So first, find out where your people are and then be open to connecting and, be, and then be open to sharing value. Find out where your people are. Wow. Thank you so much, Paula. Thank you so much, Tony. Do you have something you'd like to say? I don't. I don't know why Fola is blowing to it. <laughs> Fola, if if I needed, if I needed, well, Fola, so you say, oh, if I needed to prove what a community leader or who a community leader was, I would first of all say, Fola, ten years ago. I reached out to Fola via email. At the time, Fola was running a podcast on a platform called theartist.com. Fola was very passionate, creative artist. If you could write songs, you could do things. Fola would go out of her way for you. And pay wow. attention that uh, this was at a time when that was a big thing. So you know, maybe the more money you had, the more airplay you would get. Fola wasn't interested in that. Fola was interested in your art. But she was mm. also interested in building you as an artist it was mm. through following out what an electronic press kit was and here's the thing i've been an artist forever i don't know it's in epkb until i reached out to follow 10 years ago and go moving beyond that um i'm part of Fola's broadcast radio masterclass team which i joined in 2017 thanks to her okay. i reached out to her Amazing. i said look Fola." Um, what can I do? What can I play? And Fala was like, okay, look, we're expanding. We've been doing radio and all that, but podcasting is coming in. Why don't you come in and talk to us about podcasting? And that's how I got into the team. And Fala has this, she picks a team she knows she can trust. Mm. And that's the first sign of a valuable community leader. And she's always there to answer questions to deal with issues that you know may come up with confusion about what to do about the platform and all that and you can yeah. take that skill and put it into everything else we do for allow us to pick a very thin but effective team with everybody understanding their roles no quarrels yeah. nothing whatsoever and then she led the team by showing us by example how to handle mm. each of the platforms that BRMC has been on. A lot of what I even do on social media, I take a cue from how Fola manages the BRMC mm. social media accounts. So uh, if she's busy shouting my own, let me say if I go shout her own back. But yes, <laughs> building a community, this is also something you're doing with Abfa. You like hiding behind the curtain, but those of us that really know you, you're also an effective community leader. And it's a beautiful thing. It's about finding people who have value. It's about bringing them together and helping them. Um, it's what we say in rap terms, each one teach one. 
you know, take a bit mm. of what you have, pass it to the next person, take what that person has, use it for yourself, take something else, pass it to the next one. And that's what these communities are. And this is how mm. the audio industry is actually going to grow. We've mm. noticed the gaps that have been existing for too long. We don't have a radio days in Nigeria. Mm. We do not have mm. podcast conferences on a large scale yet, which is not a problem. Mm. But the funny thing is, we're going to have podcast conferences before we have radio conferences. And yes, that's to yes, speak the right. power of what the current audio creatives are doing. So it's a beautiful thing. And I'm looking forward to that. And these things will happen because of the kind of communities we have that exist, because of the kind of community members that are coming in. People are bringing in value and are not just coming in to glean from what everybody else you know, is taking. So it's a beautiful situation we're experiencing. And I really want to urge anybody who's coming into communities, if you're not building your own yet, if you're coming into a community, don't just come into the community to say, I have this, I have this, I have this, come and take what I have. Also mm. get involved in the discussion, in the discussions that other people are having, post questions, mm. share insights, engage with members, open your mind to the possibilities that could far uh, exceed what already mm. exists in your own small space so there's so much mm. that happens in communities that if you're not in one as an as creative in general you really will be missing out we have this african proverb uh, what do they say now if you want to go fast go alone but if mm. you want to go far go together the problem with going fast and going alone in this circumstance is that you quickly crash and burn and then you have to start all over again so mm. you know take out time be part of the communities and uh, let's see how things grow from there all right thank you so much tony thank you so much to everybody listening on all of our platforms on facebook on twitter on telegram on our instagram thank you so much for listening Fala had to leave because she's currently engaged but i know we've learned so much from her already do not worry for some of you that would have missed this live session we actually you know, repurpose our content. We'll be having it on AfriPods very soon. And then you can listen to all of these things uh, and learn from it. Tony, you are the one here. So we are still, we're still learning from you. Felicia, are you here with me? Because I can see you appear twice. Um, if you can, just say hi before I move on. Okay. So I, I'm thinking Felicia also has a network problem. She's even appearing twice from my... Like there's a duplicate of it. Can you right hear me? Back end. Okay, Tony, let's keep talking. Um, you talked about knowing people, joining communities. I, I would say that as of last year, the last quarter of last year, I knew no one, to be honest. I knew nobody. But I knew, I felt that I need to get in the game. I need to start knowing people. I've recognized the gap, but I cannot just come out from nowhere. <laughs> I say I am here to provide you know, solutions. I need to find people and mingle with them and you know, learn from them. But I feel like we have a lot of audio creatives that are you know, standing singly. They're like a, a one-man army. Why do you think this is? I think this comes down to the individual. At the end mm. of the day, people are who they are. Mm. And it really shouldn't be a, be a blanket impression of how everything is. Sometimes it's just individuals being individuals. And um, sometimes it stems from experiences. Um, 
one of the things I should even know, even as an artist, is sometimes when you go into partnerships with people with creative values, you're forced to deal with personality issues, jealousy, mm. ego, getting in the way, and it then affects the entire outlook. So I would say this, though, that, um, yeah, recognize these traits when you see them, mm. but don't let them discourage you from doing what you need to do. You don't mm. necessarily have to remain in the same space with these people, but you can always be available to assist wherever your own skill sets would come in handy and they reach out to you, you know, for help. And, you know, just be there. Reach out to them as well. But um, recognize these things as what they are. It's part of human nature. It happens even in the biggest of communities. We watch a lot of these movies where um, they tell you it's based on a true story. And then you see how somebody became successful. But before he did, he got betrayed. Or um, people didn't believe in his values or somebody else wanted to do it a separate way he decided to do it his own way but he ended up being successful so personality traits are commonplace goals are commonplace in situations like this and you know you do what you can and then move on mm, indeed felicia can you hear me now i've been wanting to chat with you but i i don't know if it's much yes, i can hear you oh finally yes let's talk let's talk let's talk strategy You've been with Apva for a while now as an event coach. What do you think is, has been the best strategy so far in, you know, we've had events and all that, and you know it's been a learning process. But what would you say is the number one strategy to grow in your community? Um, um, first, I think in, I think Fala said it basically, is knowing who you're going to and the these people need to understand what their character, to understand what their dynamics are, and make sure that you'll be able to, you have a a, a plan to, you know, that will sustain, that will make you last long in what you are setting out to do. So it's one thing that I have this, I want to start this, but do you understand who you're going to? Do you have their language? You know, there are certain slangs that I use with the Gen Zs. There are certain slangs that you can use with, you know, the millennials. There, are, you know, stuff like that. Major, major. That is it for me. And I think <laughs> Tony and Fola said most of it. Anyways. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, be before we go, I would just like to say with every to everyone, rather, um, you know, we have a question written down here that says, "Is there a particular time to start a community? If so, when is the right time?" Now is the time to start a community. And if you have not started a community, you're probably thinking, uh, I think I need some background knowledge. Now is the time to be part of a community. There are communities out there that you can be part of. Um, um, I do not, I know that there are a few voiceover um, communities. There are podcast communities, which is amazing. I do not know if, if, if there are spoken word, um, poetry, um, you know, communities, please share with the team share with us after because we would like to connect with people who would like to know who is who you know uh, uh what's happening in different parts of africa we're all about the african voice we want to spotlight you we want to highlight you we want to amplify your voice we want to celebrate you um here at APA. so never 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 work alone 
And now let's let's talk about one last thing. So, um, Tony, you know, you know, starting a podcast is not so easy to start getting listeners, and a lot of people are. Um, I think sometimes they are demotivated, you know, by the kind of work they put into their podcast or their voiceovers. But let's let's start with podcasts, and you know, they are not getting the kind of listen some very popular podcasts are getting. What would you say is the reason behind this, and what would you say is the one um, strategy that you can begin to implement to grow? I'm going to be brutally honest here. There is no single strategy <laughs> for podcast growth, none whatsoever. Everything the experts tell you in 2022, they will change out in 2023. Everything they mm. told you in 2021, there's nothing working in 2022. Things have mm. changed. Here is an interesting thing about the audio space. Sometimes we get so consumed with what we want to create as against how would the person we're creating it consume it. It is the way the listener consumes our content that really should drive what we do with how we create our content. And if you notice now, things have changed. We don't have people sitting in one place all together watching TV at the same time, except maybe it's Arsenal or Chelsea playing or... Um, the Super Eagles of Nigeria, and then it's at um, a viewing center, and then you get to miss some parts of the game because somebody is uh, jumping in front of you in front of the screen. You have alternatives now. Even somebody who decides he doesn't want to be at a viewing center will choose to listen on his phone, or rather choose to watch the match on his phone. So you have to understand that how consumers will consume your content is going to affect the methods you're going to use to create. But the first question I always ask people who tell me, ah, I want to start a podcast is why? Why do mm. you think you need to start a podcast? And that mm. question alone opens a vista of answers. And you really begin to ask yourself, why do I really want to start this? Is it to entertain? Okay, even if I want to entertain, who am I entertaining? Why do I feel I'm the person in this position to entertain? So answering your why then the other doors can open but i'll give some suggestions as to what to do because right now you're competing with a lot of ears the amount of podcast episodes that get released daily is a lot although it's nothing compared to um i don't even know what i want to compare it to but there's there are a lot of episodes a that lot. are being released I agree. daily and finding podcast episodes generally it's not the easiest thing to do. And it's still one of the things the podcast industry is trying to figure out how to make discoverability more effective. And that's, mm. you know, that puts a lot of pressure on the creator to ensure that he's or he or she is as visible as needs be. And that's where you have social media strategies. You have Google mm. ads. Some mm. people as uh, far as advertising on YouTube. I'll tell you this now. If you're a podcaster who is looking for podcast listeners, two places you should consider first to look for listeners are podcast applications that offer adverts for podcasters and podcast newsletters. These two platforms guarantee that your content is going to people who like podcasts, first mm. and foremost. That's what you know, these, you know, that's what that does. And then you can actually analyze your data from how people come to find you 
through these platforms, or at least through the podcast uh, application ads. With social media, it's a lot harder. What social media does for you, though, and why it's absolutely necessary is that it amplifies your conversation. It builds your community. You can use social media to build your community while you're reaching out to new audiences through the other platforms, the newsletters and the podcast apps. You can use Twitter to bring everybody together and have those conversations there. Or you have a Facebook group and do the same thing. If you're trying to get listeners, use the newsletters. Use Google Ads if you need to, but make sure that the Google Ads are going to people who actually want to look for podcasts. YouTube is an effective platform as well in the sense that a lot of people are visually or rather a lot of people prefer uh, visuals and YouTube apparently seems to be highly ranked as a podcast platform even though in the traditional sense it's not you can use YouTube as well to create the noise but be on the platforms that tell you we will take your content and put it in the faces of or rather in the ears of the actual people who want to listen then when you start okay. getting those listeners bring them over to social media into your twitter communities into your facebook groups into your whatsapp groups so yeah that's uh, free advice thank you so much tony thank you so much that's amazing guys we are about to leave you thank you for hanging out with us thank you felicia for stepping in um michelle you're not here but thank you so much even though you had some technical issues tony tony thank you so much i hope we can get you again but you know we'll have to lobby our way in <laughs> and um, I think, yes yes and in conclusion everyone please anticipate the upper hours 2022 part of the reason we exist is to make sure that the world sees you the world sees what you're doing and you know you are appreciated for all of your efforts and that's why we are here watch out for upper hours 2022 please follow us on our instagram facebook and twitter we are upper official also, you can join our member platforms. We have a community where you can meet like-minded individuals. You can make your requests known on Telegram and on WhatsApp. Once again, Felicia, thank you. Tony, thank you. And I want to use this very day to commemorate Democracy Day in Nigeria. We are moving forward and we are getting, getting there. Without further ado, bye, everyone. Okay. Tony.